Okay, we're here over here in the paragraph, Huma Shel David HaMelech Alav HaShalom Omer. Got that? Perek Tetzayin, Huma Shel David HaMelech Alav HaShalom Omer. Quotes a Pesach in Tehillim. Miliba Shamayim ve'imecha lo chafatzli ba'aretz. In other words, it means that I have nothing else that interests me, not in the Shamayim, not in the Aretz, the only thing I'm interested in is ve'imecha, developing a relationship with you, Hashem. Another pasuk in Tehillim. Tzilufa imratecha me'od ve'avdecha aheva. Ki be'emet ha'avodah ha'amitit tzilicha liot tzilufa harbe yoter min ha'zahav min Just like when people have gold and silver, they're very makbid, that it should be purified, and the more purified the gold is, and the more purified the silver is, the more valuable it is. So too, David HaMelech is saying that I want my Avoida to be very, very purified. Okay? And later on he's going to harp on the words of Avdecha Aheva. Hashem, uh, David HaMelech is looking to have only Avas Hashem. Okay? This is what it says in the Gemara regarding Torah. Very, very, very purified Torah mitzvahs. A person who really, really serves Hashem truthfully. <clears throat> so basically he's saying like this. In other words, every person begins his life that... He has a big work in front of him because his actions are not coming from a pure heart. Okay? Therefore, he has to grow. Must grow. And the ultimate growth is to produce pure Torah mitzvot. However, the Mesil Sasharim is teaching us there's only one way to get there. If you're not Mestapik bimuit. You understand? Mestapik bimuit means you're happy with a little. You have to have an ambition to want to have better. That's the only way you're going to get better. You're not going to get better automatically. You have to get better with an ambition. Right? So here's the tricky thing that we talk about all the time and a lot was spoken about yesterday in the schmooze. One part of us we have to have not be mistopic bemuit. We can't say, you know what? I learned two hours. I'm uncomfortable with that. I'm happy. I'm uh, doing my exercise. I have my relaxation. I'm comfortable with my avodas Hashem. I'm complacent. I'm happy. Right? Pickled and preserved, as they call that. You know? So that's not a good thing because you can't grow like that. It's like a guy who's making a business... 100,000, 200,000. He's like, listen, I pay my bills. And he's Sameach. 
I have time for my family. I have time for my learning. That's great when it comes to business. But real businessmen who like to make money, the only reason why they keep on making more money is because they're driven. Right? So on one hand, you have to have a drive. And it, and it, yeah. The first option is better. The guy, he shows the guy's not so attached to his money. No, I'm saying by money, yes. Yeah, that's true. That's, a, that's an ideal for money. I'm just bringing you a muscle from the business world. People in the business world who want money, the only reason why they have it is because they're willing to pursue that goal and hustle, and it's a big she'ifa by that. They're not willing to be mistapic b'voit, right? So we have to take that power of not being mistapic b'voit and put it into spirituality. I remember a story with my Rosh Hashiva. I used to learn, had this chos to learn first Seder with the great tzaddik and godl, and he was a very humble man. And he called me in one day to the office and he says, No, are you happy with the Chabrusa Shaf? So I said, Of course. I learned with the Rosh Hashiva, you know. <laughs> so he says, Ay, 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 you're mistapic bemuet in Ruchlius. Right? So, in, obviously he's a very humble man. But the point is that Mestapik Bivuid Beruchnius is a very bad thing for those that are pursuing a career of greatness. Those who want to reach Shlemus can't be a Mestapik Bivuid. But on the other hand, you have to know how to have Sha'ifas. Because sometimes people have Sha'ifas and those Sha'ifas are very dangerous for them. Because they are so unhappy in the state that they're in that it ruins the Muchsanefesh from every single angle possible. So we have to always have that balance. Which just reminds me also, I remember in the last Simhat Torah of my Rebbe's life, not the last of his life, but the last one that he went to the Hakafot with the Yeshiva. I was already married with a bunch of kids. I had students already. But... Every year I used to bring a group of students to go to the Hakafot with my Rebbe's. Even though the yeshiva was located in Stanford, Connecticut, but they used to have a Hakafot in Lakewood. All the boys used to come to Lakewood. They put them up in different places, and many of them, actually their families went from Lakewood, so they used to make the Hakafot there. And I used to bring my students. At that time I was in Deal. So I brought students also to Lakewood to be in BMG and whatever. And one of our things that we used to do is we used to stop into the Hakafot of the Stanford Yeshiva to, to dance with the Rosh Hashivas, right? So I remember the last year that Rav Simcha went to the Hakafas, he stopped the Hakafas in the middle and he made a little speech. But one of the points that he said was this point. He said that we have to be extremely happy with our Avodah Hashem in the place that we're in, but at the same time, to have a tremendous she'ifah. He spoke about that concept, he brought a chatam sofer, the whole thing. And very interesting, that same year, I brought the boys also, used to get a bit of chaf for them, from the rabbis. So, Rav Meir Hershkowitz told the Bacharim, you should be matzliach in learning, and you should feel the hatzlocha. Okay? 
Then, as the boys passed, you know, they stood in front of him. They got a bit of Next guy. Next guy, right? So I was standing over there at the end. And he turned to me and he said, and they should feel that slacha is the most important part of the beracha. You understand? It means a person has to feel that he's accomplishing. And he has to feel that his avoidance Hashem is important. And he has to feel that it's not just important because it's a step in the right direction of a bigger thing. He has to feel that it's important because in and itself is a, is a complete mission. In itself. But that's not a steerer to having she'ifas for the bigger picture. You understand? That's the balance we have to walk. That's what he's saying. A person who wants to serve Hashem ve'emes, will never be happy with and satisfied with the lower level of avoidas Hashem. What does he call higher level and what does he call lower level? So he's not talking about a person who's not learning all day. By us, lower level means you learn two hours. Higher level, you learn ten hours, right? He's not talking about that. He's talking about a person who's learning constantly. But higher and lower level, what's the barometer, what's the measuring stick of higher and lower is how tahor your intentions are. Okay? And then he says, I'm going to show you that point in a minute, another spot where Mr. Zicham says that. If people will reach the highest level of doing mitzvot without any other ulterior motives, or not only not ulterior motives, with a lev shalem, totally dedicated to the mitzvah, and totally dedicated to the relationship with Hashem, those type of people, they will not hear any bad news in their lives. Okay? Meaning, it's a midah connected midah. Because you were makbid that every mice mitzvah that you do is clean and pure. That is not me'uravin in any pesolet. So Hashem says to him, I will give you a life that's clean and pure from any bad things that go on. Okay? Good? Now, in Rabdan Segel, he really performs a point. He says, I'm going to read you what he says down here. Even bad news is not really bad. Everything Hashem does is for the good. This is also for the good, right? Ella, what's the difference between bad and good? The goodness in the situation is not clear to you. In that respect, you see it as bad, right? Everything Hashem does for us is only the good. Hashem only has one way of dealing with us in the good. Some people, they feel the goodness of Hashem through what we call Besurot Raot. So he's trying to explain Chazal. So don't understand Chazal to mean 
ain't mivashin loy besuras royes that there's such a thing called good and bad, and no bad will happen to you. Ain't mivashin besuras royes means you will be able to see the good in every situation. Doesn't mean they don't have situations. But they will have a way to see the good in every situation. Big, big yesoid here. I have to stop and think about that. Because certain situations are very, very complicated to see the good in the situation. But there's a way that they'll have siyata deshmaya to see the good in every situation. And therefore they won't experience that difficulty. You understand? Kap? Okay. Let's go further. You shall do mitzvahs for the purpose of serving Hashem. And you learn Torah for the Lashma of the Torah. That's a whole sugi in itself. This is the whole Nefesh HaChayim. Based on this Gemara that the Lashma of learning <coughs> is different than the Lashma of mitzvahs. Lashma of mitzvahs, you do Lashem Po'alan. The Lashma of learning is that Hashem wants you to approach learning that you break your head to understand it. Lashma. Lashem HaTorah. Okay? But that's a whole sugya. Fine. Let's go further. Vehu ma sheboichim oiso. Shem oivdi Hashem b'leiv shalom. Ki mi shelonet baki moit barach ba'ava amitit. Here's a very deep point. Today we're going to do a little bikis in the Basil Sharm and then we'll, you know, bring out your this next week. Okay? If you don't have love of Hashem, to try to make your avoida pure, it'll be a great burden. Because you're going to claim Ah, uh-huh. we are materialistic people. born from a woman. We can't handle this. This is a deep point. Watch this. If you really love Hashem and you're interested in growing, they are happy. It's a way of being able to manifest their love and, and their amuna of their love and their steadfast relationship. To actually go through the process. So he means like this. For one person, he starts to focus on the difficulty of the process. Why is he focused on the difficulty of the process and sees it as a burden? And something that's impossible, what gives him that perspective? Because he doesn't have Avas Hashem. But if you have Avas Hashem and you really want to serve him, then you don't see the situation as obstacles, you see the situations as opportunities. Two different perspectives. Same exact situation. So when people say it's hard, learning is hard, it's difficult, this, that, not shaykh, that's because they're not interested. This is a deep point there. If we go deep into their heart, we will see that they're not really interested. So mainly you see all the tircha and the difficulties involved. But if you, you're, uh, like a person, let's try to make a marshal. If a person wants to make millions of dollars, okay? 
He wants to make millions of dollars, but to make millions of dollars, there's a lot of challenges along the way, right? So he doesn't sit and say, "Oh, I have to go to work. Oh, I have to go to China. Oh, I have to deal with the buyers and the this and the that." Ta'azov, you know what? Forget about it, right? Doesn't value only someone who doesn't value money. But a person who values money, he understands. Not only does he say. You know, it's a, he doesn't say it's a challenge. He says, you know what? I love this challenge. I'm going to get this guy to buy a million dollar order. You understand? He loves the challenge too. Because that's going to bring out his talent. He says, I'm going to show you how good of a salesman I am. I'm going to sell this guy a million dollars of merchandise. And this friend says, what, you crazy? You're going to make a first time order a million dollars? And he, right, let me show you what I can do here, right? So the challenge is actually going to bring out his talent. It's going to go bring out his abilities. So he's excited for the challenge. He's excited for the, the thrill of it. Alright? So it's a weak muscle, but it's something to try to grasp over here. The attitude of whether you feel confident you can do it or not, really requires that you have Avas Hashem and you're interested in doing it and you see that all the obstacle in the way is actually a way of bringing out your dedication and your love and the work is good. You're excited to do the work because this is what you came to the world for and you realize that this is the thing that's going to help you reach the destination that you have to reach. Wow! The work is exciting. It's difficult. It's amelus. You have to be focused. But this is exciting. You have a pursuit. You're pursuing something. You have an endeavor. So, and it's going to build you and make you. So that's what makes it exciting. You know, there's a famous medrash, Tanchuma, in Parshas Noyach. And it talks about Torah Shabal Peh. So it says over there that Torah Shabal Peh Kasheh Kishol Kinata. Meaning it's like murder to acquire Torah Shabal Peh. It's difficult. It's unclear. Right? A lot of work. You're sitting in the darkness until you find the light. So it says, only someone who loves Hashem will do that work. Only someone who's willing to give up on covet and taiva and materialism and all that stuff is willing to invest. You see, this is a key word I wanna, I wanna try to stress here. Most people look at the word mesiru nefesh is, I'm giving up. It's very difficult, but I'm giving up. But really, Mesiru Nefesh doesn't mean that. Mesiru Nefesh means I'm willing to put my whole Nefesh into the thing. Why would I want to put my whole Nefesh into it? Why would I want to put my whole focus into it? Why would I want to put my whole life into it? Because it has value. You understand? Rabbi Rucham says, Rabbi Rucham says, the reason why Avraham Avinu was Moser Nefesh Vachesed is because he understood the value of what he gets in return. Chesed. So it's a, it, it's an investment. It's not a mysterious nefesh, it's an investment. He says anytime you make an investment, it's basic economics, that you want to put in, but you have to get back more than what you put in, right? Otherwise, you don't, that's not a good investment. If you put in, and you get very little return, less than you put in, why would you put in, right? Same thing in Avodah Sasha. When you understand the value of Torah, when you understand the value of the connection with Hashem, when you understand the value of Chesed, so you understand you're getting something more than what you put in. 
then you invest. It's a simple economics. That's what's going on. And that's what the Messiah Sashram is saying over here. The Oyev Hashem, the Chefze Avoid Osso, and those that are looking forward to serving Hashem, Sameach Libob. Wow, they're excited. But the other guy said it's a Torah, it's a Masa, where Bnei Choyme, Yelude Isha. Right? So what's the difference? It's the same hardship. The Territ says, it's a small price to pay for what you're getting in return. I remember once, we'd say a lot of stories today about Simcha Shustal. Right? I remember one time, actually the first man that we opened the yeshiva here in Lakewood, the first man, we had, <clears throat> I think at that point, about 16 boys. Started with 14, and then we ended with 18 at the end of the man, but it was the middle of the man. So we had like 16 guys, I got like a little mini bus. You know those half buses, those little buses? And we went for a trip, a class trip in a school bus. Can you imagine today's generation, Bochum, sitting in a school bus? You see, now every two years is a new generation. Okay? So this wasn't that long ago, but we were still able to get a school bus. And we traveled <coughs> together on a school bus, and we went to Connecticut to see the Rosh Hashivas. And we sat down and we had a schmooze by Reb That was one of the things we did. And he said... A pasuk, ki lekach tov, natati lachem, torati al ta'azov. So the first part of the pasuk, and the second part of the pasuk is a contradiction. Ki lekach tov, it's a sale. You have to pay for it. Natati lachem, it's a gift. Is it a sale or a gift? The whole shmuz with a lot of chazals and a whole gansamaisa, but the point was, there is an investment that you have to put in. But he says, like, if somebody comes to you, he says, I will sell you my house on Ocean Parkway. He didn't say Ocean Park, I'm just using the marshal. Ocean Park, having your S, you know, having your T, you know, the real expensive houses on Ocean Parkway. He says, I'll sell it to you. Just gotta give me a hundred grand. hundred grand, I'll sell it to you. You paid a hundred thousand dollars. Had to scramble for the money. But you got something worth millions. So it was a steal. It was a gift. In comparison to what you're getting something priceless, <laughs> it's true there's an investment involved. But you're getting something priceless. So you focus on the investment, on what you put in, or you focus on what you're getting. Right? But Moshe Feinstein, only he can speak because he was part of that generation. We can't judge. But Ramosha Feinstein said that when a lot of people, their children went off to Derech, when they came from Europe, because you had to work on Shabbat, right? So people would go and they would work. And then Friday when they would start leaving, the boss would catch them and say, where are you going? Saturday, I can't work. Say, okay, you're fired. So it was a big mysterious nefesh to be able to keep Shabbos. He said the message was that it's a big mysterious nefesh to keep Shabbos. So the kids said too much mysterious nefesh, lo It should have been, the message should have been different. 
The message should have been, it's a small price to pay for Shabbos. Shabbos is priceless. He always he baini ubein v'nei It's priceless. So you have to pay a little in Mesiris Nefesh, then you have to find a new job every week. So you see the attitude difference? That's what the Mesiris Nefesh is saying. It's all the attitude difference. The guy says, knowing how to read Gemara, knowing how to understand the Rashi, knowing how to daven, is priceless. So the work, the years of work that goes into it is like paying a dollar to get something priceless. And that's how you go forward in life. That's what gives you the energy. Because then you see it's worth the investment. It's worth the investment. It's not the serious nefesh. It's worth the investment. And that's what helps you overcome the challenges and the obstacles in the way of taking on things that seem to be extremely impossible. Got it? So we'll stop here for today.